Good morning, everyone. Good to see you here in the house of the Lord this morning. Hoping, uh, pray that you're uh, glad to be in God's house today because uh, it's a wonderful privilege and opportunity we have to come to his house and give him worship, give him praise. We've got some more coming in. Just pray that they'll get here safely. Uh, pray for those in the parking lot this morning. I know Miss Ellen Miller's out there. She uh, just had a valve replacement last uh, last year, uh, last March, this past March, at the 17th, two months ago, and she's here. But she's going to stay in the par uh, parking lot for a, day or a couple weeks until she gets her immune back up some. So let's just thank the good Lord for her being able to be here in the house of the Lord today and being part of our, our congregation. And I just pray for other requests today. And let's just remember Isaiah 26, 4, uh, you know, trust ye, trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. And I'm glad that's where we get our strength from. And we just got to trust him. Uh, you know, what doesn't matter how much you trust in something, if you don't grab a hold of it, if, 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 if there's a rope and you're falling and uh, you don't grab a hold of the rope, no matter how strong it is, it ain't going to get happy. But if you grab a hold of the rope, it'll keep you. And I'm thankful. Uh, for that today and uh, let's just remember uh, also the finance committee need to meet with them this afternoon at five o'clock uh, here to church we're going to be discussing some matters uh, moving forward so please uh, uh, be here if you're able to be here and also let's remember Wednesday night service at seven and I'm just uh, remember please try to come if you can and be part of the family of God and also let's uh, continue to pray for the families that have lost their loved ones to death the Walker family, the Holmes family, the Bill family, and also let's continue to pray for Sister Gail, Danny, uh, Miss Kidd. Uh, her daughter texted me uh, last night, and she is back in the hospital, and uh, they're saying she has colitis. Uh, so just remember her. She got real sick again, so just remember her today as we pray. My wife's uncle, Rob, he's, uh, he's just uh, not doing well. And uh, they only gave him a few, a six months. I believe I told you the last time I was here. And uh, but I think they've even reduced it down to maybe just a couple weeks. Uh, so uh, just pray for him. Uh, pray for Sister Shirley. Pray for Omi, and also pray for Elizabeth and Gloria Jean today. Gloria Jean asked for prayer. She got some pneumonia in her in one of her lungs. So let's remember her. Sister Christina continue to remember her and her mom Carolyn. Uh, she's been having some trouble with her sugar. Again, Ed and Barbara, let's continue to remember them. Janice Moore, Jesse K, Ron, and also uh, let's pray for uh, the one that I call Shorty uh, that comes with, uh, remember, uh, I'm trying to think, Patricia is her name, I believe it is, and Jackie's her son, and also her other son, they was coming, and they both sick. So let's remember them, uh, Faye Barnes, Hazel Owens, Everett Marie, uh, Lisa and her mother, and uh, also uh, continue to pray for Bubba. He's... Uh, Still in a lot of pain, but let's just pray they'll be able to do something for him. Sister Lori, uh, Sister Brianna's got to have a surgery June the 4th, and Lovata's dead. Special request, do pray for our police pull force, our churches, our shut-ins, our laws, our country, our leaders, and uh, uh, also uh, Michelle's family as we buried her this past week. Colby, let's remember him, and also the Hunt family this morning, and uh, do pray for Israel, amen. And a lot of people's looking around what's happening in this world, but a lot of things that's going to come in the end is going to happen in Israel, so we just need to remember them, and if you want to see the signs of the time, just look at Israel, and you'll see a lot of the signs of what's going to take place. I'm not saying this is because this happens frequently, but one day it's going to happen, and the Lord's going to have enough of it, so, uh, so let's just remember, do remember us this morning as you pray. 
And uh, we're going to sing the song, Just a Little Talk with Jesus. So we're going to stand together and we're going to have a talk with Jesus this morning. We're going to pray. Let's pray first, sis. We're going to pray first. <laughs> That's okay. She's ready, I'm telling you. I said, we're going to pray and then we're going to talk to Jesus. Okay. We're good. We're good, sis. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. Anyone else this morning? Go ahead, sis. Amen. Anyone else? I know we all have them up. Lift of her hand. Let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Brother Ed, lead us to the Lord in prayer today. Father, we love you this morning, and we're so thankful for the privilege to call upon your name. We're so glad, Lord, today, Lord, we're here in your house, and uh, we're so glad today, Lord, that we're able to come and fellowship and worship and praise and glorify and magnify your wonderful name. And Lord, I'm talking to you this morning because I know you the one uh, that no matter how little or how great the problem may be or whatever the circumstance may be, uh, I'm glad I'm talking to the one that has all power in heaven and earth uh, uh, to do all things. If we trust in you uh, and we ask and we believe, we shall receive. Father, today, uh, I just pray, Lord, today, touch the sick and touch the afflicted. Uh, uh, Lord, those that are in the sanctuary, those that's in the parking lot, we thank you for Sister Ellen being able to be back with us. Uh, Lord, we pray for those listening live by Facebook and going to be listening later by podcast uh, and also Facebook. Father, I just ask you today, God, that the songs that are sung, uh, uh, that the praise that are rendered today, the word of God that is read and preached today, I pray, Lord, it would go forth uh, and, Lord, accomplish that which it needs to accomplish this day. Uh, help us, Lord, as we sing our congregational song this morning. Uh, help the special singers as they sing, as we receive the offering today. Today, we just ask you, Lord, to take it uh, and use it, Lord, for the upbuilding of thy kingdom. Bless those that have to give and those that have not. Uh, and we just pray, Lord, just bless the reading and the preaching of thy word. If they be any lost uh, under the sound of our voices today, I pray today would be the day uh, that they come to know you in the free pardon of sin. If there's any, Lord, under the sound of our voices today. Lord, that have walked away from you, uh, that once stood firm and grounded in you, uh, but this morning they find themselves afar off. Uh, I pray, Lord, today would be the day, Lord, that they come back, uh, uh, Lord, and get back in the center of thy precious will. Uh, help us Christians, Lord, to keep on keeping on. Uh, I know, Lord, we're living in turmoil. We're living in, Lord, things are happening on every hand. Uh, uh, but I'm glad today we know the, what the book says. Uh, and, Lord, we're winners today. We're going to make it, Lord, to the other side. Uh, and we just ask you, Lord, right now, bless us, help us, strengthen us, uh, lead us, guide us, and direct us in all ways and all truths. Uh, in the precious and wonderful name of Jesus Christ, we do humbly pray. Amen and amen this morning. Ask Casey if you'll get the bucket and pass it around this morning outside and inside. Turn to page number 92 and let's all sing together this morning, please. Thank <laughs> you. 
Faithfully, they talk to a God that cannot hear. They talk to a God that cannot do nothing for them today. But I'm glad we can talk to Jesus and he can do something about it today. I'm glad I serve the true and living God. And the Bible says it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. He's the only true and living God today. And we ought to thank him that uh, that we were able to get uh, a salvation instead of religion today. And I'm thankful many people are born into religious things and they follow religious uh, all their days. Uh, and, and you know what, unless they change, uh, you know what, and have the true born again, the born again experience through the true Jesus Christ. And uh, you know what, they got a rude awakening whenever they die and leave this world. But I'm so glad that I, I've got a, a wonderful awakening on me when Jesus comes and takes me home. It's so good to know that I'm free because of him today. And I'm thankful for that this morning. I wonder if anybody's got a testimony on their heart this morning they'd like to uh, render to us at this time. Sis, do you want to sing today? Come on up. Amen. It's the worship of the Lord. Amen. We, we're not at a funeral. Amen. I just told you our God's alive. He's not dead. And I don't see no casket laying up here. And we don't have to be, uh, you know, what we can worship the Lord. We're winners. How many ever sees the winning team sitting over there with the mully grubs? Amen. No. You go to a ball stadium, you know who's winning and you know who's losing by looking to the home side of the visitor side who's winning. That's how you tell. We're on the winning side. And you know what? If we're on the winning side, we ought to be rejoicing and be glad because our, our Lord is with us today. Pray for us, you see.
blessing this morning. Do the well. (laughs) 
Leave it all behind. Leave it all behind. Leave it all behind. Leave it all behind. Your pursuit of perfection. Leave it all behind. Your fear of rejection. Leave it all behind. Leave it all behind. Do us you Lord. You are my testimony. Oh, oh, oh. 
anything upon their heart or mind this morning before we try to preach today. Amen. The book of Deuteronomy chapter number four, Deuteronomy chapter number four, verses number 23 through verses number 31. Our key verse coming from verse number 29. As we stand together, give reverence unto the reading of God's word this morning. Do desire your prayers that God would just help us and God would just use us this morning. We can't do no more than God allows us to do, but uh, chapter 4, Deuteronomy chapter number 4, verse 23, we'll begin reading there through verse number 31, And uh, uh, but you know what, we ought to try our best. We come to his house to worship, amen, and he deserves all worship and all praise and all glory this morning, so listen to what the Word of God has to say today in verse number 23 of Deuteronomy chapter number 4. The Bible reads like this. Take heed unto yourselves, lest you forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which he made with you and made you a graven image or the likeness of anything which the Lord thy God hath forbidden thee. For the Lord thy God is a consuming fire, even a jealous God. When thou shalt beget, beget children and children's children, and you shall say, have remained long in the land, and shall corrupt yourselves, and make a graven image or the likeness of anything, and shall do evil in the sight of the Lord thy God, to provoke him to anger, I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day, that you shall soon utterly perish from off the land whereunto you go over Jordan to possess it. You shall not prolong your days upon it, but shall utterly be destroyed. And the Lord shall scatter you among the nations, and you shall be left few in number among the heathens, whither the Lord, whither the Lord shall lead you. And, ye, and there you shall serve gods and work of men, uh, works of men's hands, wood and stone, and neither see nor hear nor uh, uh, eat nor smell. But if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him, if thou seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul, when thou art in tribulation and all these things are come upon you, thee even in the latter days, if thou turn to the Lord thy God and shall be obedient to his voice, for the Lord thy God is a merciful God, he will not forsake thee, neither destroy thee, nor forget thy co the covenant of thy fathers which he sweared unto them. Let us pray. Father, we love you this morning and we thank you, Lord, for the reading of thy precious word. Uh, uh, we thank you, Lord, today, God, for every song and everything, Lord, every testimony, uh, 
everything that's been said, everything that's been done to this point of the service. But now, Lord, as it comes time for the preaching, I pray, Lord, hide me behind the cross. Give me words of wisdom, words of knowledge, and words of understanding that I may stand not within myself, God, but within thy power and in thy glory. And I pray, Lord, let, let it just go out, uh, Lord, into the Lord, the ears of the people. Uh, and, Lord, they would hear it, but not only be hearers of thy word, but doers also. Uh, Lord, they would apply it to the tables of their hearts, and they'd get busy about the Father's business and listen to things uh, that you commanded us this day, Lord, that we may uh, uh, one day escape this world and go to a much better place. Uh, now we ask you, Lord, just bring thoughts and scriptures to my heart and to my mind. Uh, save that one which is lost. Reclaim that which is backslidden. Uh, uh, Lord, strengthen that Christian today. Lord, is struggling through many different things today. Uh, uh, whatever it may be today. We love you. We praise you. We thank you for all you've done and all you're going to do. Uh, and all the, in the precious and wonderful name of Jesus Christ, uh, uh, we all do pray. And everyone in the house says... Uh, uh, amen this morning. You may be seated. May God add His blessings unto the reading uh, of His precious Word today. I'd like to preach just a little while uh, upon the thought, the God that is there this morning, the God uh, uh, who is there is it this morning. Uh, he walks with me. He talks with me. Uh, and no matter where I'm at in this life, I'm glad He's with me. Uh, he said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll be we always, even uh, unto the end of the world. And he was talking to his uh, Moses here. Uh, I was talking to God's people today, uh, uh, the children of Israel. And I know they, they have, uh, they're blinded, and I know they've turned, uh, and I know they've been scattered abroad, but I was watching last night uh, uh, a special about Israel. Uh, it, it was talking about... Uh, uh, how uh, uh, these uh, these people are coming from America that was Israelites and they went to the they going back and they uh, they making they uh, they making farms and they begin and I begin to think about you know it talked about in the last days uh, how that you know what they're going to go back to their homeland and that's beginning to what's happening but they having resistance uh, uh, the Palestinians are not liking it and they claiming this and they claiming that uh, uh, but we know who the land belongs to it belongs to God uh, and you know what it is uh, his children uh, the children in the apple of his eye of the Israelis are. You think about that today. So we see the signs of the time are all around us. But I'm glad there's the God who is there today. I'm glad he's over there. He's here. He's in all parts of the world. The four corners of the four corners of the earth, God is there today. Even though he may not be accepted, even though he may not be proclaimed, even though people may not recognize him as God. But he is God. He always will be God. And there's nothing they can do about it. He's the creator of all man, and he's the one that takes care of all things today. And I'm thankful for that. But you think about this with me this morning. Of the what is Deuteronomy? What Deuteronomy is all about this morning? Of the book of Deuteronomy is the major theme of the book of Deuteronomy is this love, a totally committed. That's the theme of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter six, verse five. It says, "And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might." This morning, so that's the whole thing. A whole thing in a nutshell. I'm talking about that this morning, but it's also it is called name all. Also, the book of the means of the book means second law. What is he doing here? It's because it's recorded by the the repetitions of the Ten Commandments in chapter five. It contains the parts the part in counsel of Moses to Israel in view of their interest into the Canaan in the Canaan a summary of the wilderness wandering. Many new laws that are needed to be added to to those given some forty years before. 
Many warnings in view of the possibility of sin prophesied concerning the future of of Israel and the Palestinian covenant. covenant. You think about that. That's what uh, the book of Deuteronomy is all about. Uh, It's talking about a new generation of Israelites have come forth. Uh, uh, Why? Because unbelief had caused the death of the former Israelites. Uh, uh, They they did not believe, and because they did not believe, it brought forth their death. That's That's one reason they had to stay in the wilderness so long. From the age of 20 years old and upward had to die out. So they had to wait. The only ones that were that did not die out of 20 years and old, it was Joshua and Caleb this morning. You think about that. Why? Uh, because they was the ones that came back and said, hey, we can go and conquer this land. We can do this. Uh, they was the only two spies that believed God could take, take care of them and do uh, uh, what needed to be done. But the, others, uh, the other 10 said, no, the majority said no according to this world. But I promise you, it don't matter what the majority of this world is saying today, God is still God. God is still victorious. God can still get us through other things that we're going through. So you know what? They had doubted the promises of God. How many times in our lives today, Christians, have we doubted the promises of God? God said He would be with us. God also, listen, the world don't believe that God's going to destroy this place. The world does not believe that there's going to be a reckoning day. They do not believe that soon and very soon the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings is going to come back and take us home. And you think about that, but He is. They're doubting the promises of God. And if you doubt the promises of God, you're going to fall and have to reap the consequences of the fall. Moses now is preparing his people for the future. He's preparing his people for the future. Why? Because he looked backwards at the blessings and the chastisements. Uh, uh, you can look in chapter back in the same chapter I read in your hearing, uh, and you can look at verse number four of uh, three and four. You can find it says, "Your eyes have seen what the Lord uh, uh, did because of uh, Belipor and uh, for uh, for all the men that followed Belipor. The Lord thy God has destroyed them uh, uh, from among them. Twenty four thousand people lost their lives because they followed him." The chastisement of the Lord. What does he say? I will chasten those that I love. He will chastise those that he loves us. That's why he chastises us. That's why he does these things. And looking back at the, in the, but also let's look at the blessing of, in verse number four, but ye that did cleave unto the Lord your God are alive, every one of you this day. You think about that. You know what? Those that followed the wrong God, they, you know what? Done the wrong thing. They ended up dead. But those that cleave to the Lord, that's what it's all about. There's a God who is there. We've got to cleave to him. It don't matter where we at. We're in the good times, the bad times on the cliffs and the hands on the rock and no matter what we are we got to cleave unto him whether we popular or whether we unpopular, whether we fit in, whether we don't fit in, uh, we got to realize there's a God there. So we got to look back and say, hey, uh, uh, you know what? I can look back in my life and when I've done wrong, there's been chastisement. But when I've done right and cleave to the Lord, there's been blessings. Even when I didn't know where the blessing was going to come from. Even when I was worried and didn't know, God sends him blessings. And also restating the fundamentals of the faith. In verses 5, 8, and 14 of the chapter here, it says here, Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Lord my God commanded me that you should do so in the land whither you should possess it. 
And verse 8, And what nation is there so great that has statues and judgments so righteous as, as, all, uh, as all this law which I sent before you this day? And then verse 14, And the Lord commanded me at that time to teach you statues and judgments that you might do them in the land whether you go in to possess it. So you know what? He was restating the fundamental faith of the faith this morning. He was, he was, that's what he does. He had to reinstate. Why? Because many times, you know what? They had, they had seen their forefathers reject him and, and be destroyed and all this, but they had been told. And now God's re, 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 no doubt kind of just repeating the law back to the new generation. And I'm sad to think because you know what? They went through many generations. You know, things happened and they had to be prepared. But you know what? Also, Moses was preparing the future, preparing for tough times ahead. He was telling them there was going to be tough times ahead. You know what? And, but I'm glad today in the time of trouble, God's available. Ain't you glad God's available today? I'm glad of that. I don't know about you, but uh, you know what? If uh, you watch the news and you look around the world and you see all the hatred and see all the things that are happening, uh, uh, what it does, it brings turmoil. It even gets us a, a little agitated. It even gets us a little, uh, a little out of a bit out of shape. But I'm glad today there's a God that's available. Uh, uh, no matter how tough times may get, there's a God that is available today to help us uh, and to get us through because of sin, because of things. Uh, uh, you know what? You think about this because of what the former generation did it brought trouble on to the younger generation they had to wait many years to get where God promised them and can you imagine seeing them all die out before they got to see the promise but what did they do in times of trouble God's available I'm glad God's what's able to be used, uh, acquired. I'm glad God's able to be acquired sometime when trouble comes. Uh, and you try to call this one, you try to call that one. Uh, are they either busy or they don't have their phone or they're not at home? Uh, are they not available? You call, you say, I've got an emergency. Uh, I need a doctor. And they say, well, go to the emergency room. Uh, and you sit in the emergency room four or five hours before you ever see a doctor. Uh, and they're not available. God is available immediately. Uh, all you got to do is call upon him and say, God, uh, I'm need you I'm in trouble today there's a God the God who is there what did he say in, the, in verse number 29 of the text that I read in your hearing it says but if thou then is if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God think about that seek the Lord thy God and you shall find him you know what the word find here means to acquire to meet to get a hold upon, to take hold of, to discover, to reach, to obtain. Uh, that's what it means in the Hebrew. Uh, uh, that's what the word means in the Hebrew here. The idea is that the person who diligently seeks the Lord uh, shall find him. Diligently seeks the Lord, seeks him with all your heart, seeks him with all your soul. You know what? You will find him. It's amazing, ain't it? It's wonderful. 
He will be accepted by, listen, he will be accepted by God and brought into the very presence of God for communion and fellowship with him. Uh, uh, well, you know what? That's good news. Is that not today? Uh, uh, what good news there is? That's, there's hope today. I'm glad to, it looks like there's no hope for this world that we live in today, uh, but there's hope for the Christian people. There's hope for God's people. Uh, it don't matter, you know what? He was with them in the desert. Uh, uh, you know what? You think about that sometimes we worry about food, we worry about clothes, we worry about shelter, uh, uh, but you know what God sheltered them uh, all the way through the wilderness. Uh, he gave them a fire by uh, uh, day and a, a fire by day and a cloud, a cloud by day and a fire by night. Uh, and uh, their clothes never aged, their shoes never wore out. Uh, he fed a manna from heaven. Uh, and there's hope today. God uh, will take care of us because He's a God who is there. Prayers really are answered. God also promises mercy. Think about this. He gives them all these things set out if they do this or not if they, but when they do this. You notice that? He prophesied this was going to happen. They was going to have other gods. He said, for the Lord thy God is a merciful God. In verse 31, he will not forsake thee, neither destroy thee, nor forget the covenant of thy fathers which he sware unto them. It's wonderful to know that today. He confirms the covenant of an oath, swearing, you know what? He blinded the eyes of the Israelites. But you know what? He's going to open their eyes back up. He's going to come back and show them mercy once again. And I'm so glad today that God is alive. It may not look like it too much this morning. It looks like we all serving a dead God the way we look today. If you smiled, your face would break. You know, I got a smile out of you, didn't I? But I'm just saying, we don't, you don't look that way all the time. But you know what? God's alive. He's, you know what? He's here in the midst. Of how, you know, I cannot see him, but I know he's in my heart. And he's in those that are saved's heart. And, you know, think about that. He's alive. I'm glad I don't serve a dead God today. I'm glad he's available today. And you know what? It don't matter if you're dead. You can't be available. But he's alive. I'm glad today he's alive. And he's well today. Amen. This is the best news of all. I guarantee you, if they announced a cure for cancer, there would be a lot of happy people in the world today. This is better than a cure for cancer. God's alive and he's available. It's better than, you know what, than ending the violence and the crimes. Uh, wouldn't it be great to be only, uh, the only news that they could find would be good news? Uh, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be great about that? But all we hear and all that's around and all that what people want to hear uh, is the bad things. But if that was cure, Jesus being alive is greater, that news is greater than that. Better than acquiring great wealth. I guarantee you if some of you was to inherit a, or, or win a, win a, a million dollars or, or whatever, man, you'd be running around jumping, shouting, and you'd feel, it don't matter, you could have lumbago, you could have all these problems in the world, and when you you just forget all that adrenaline, I can't say that word, and you just, energy gets pumped up inside of you, and man, you're going around, boy, I'm happy, I've got a million dollars. That's, you know what, the good news of God being alive is greater than that. Million dollars are going to go. Crime's going to go. Cancer's healed through Jesus. Now, this is my opinion. I'll throw this in. I believe they have a cure for cancer. I believe it just like I believe that Ford 
man invented a carburetor that got 100 miles to a gallon, and Ford bought them. And it's put it up because it was going to take profit out of their pocket. Where's the most, where, where's the most money made right now through people's sickness? Cancer. You know why we can't find a diet that works? It's an $82 billion, a million or billion dollar a year profit. They give you the ingredients, but they leave one thing out. You know what? If you, look, if you got the old ingredients, the thing is, they, they feed us, the, they put stuff in food to make you crave it. And diet food's probably worse than regular food. Now, I need to be talking about a diet, don't I? But that's true. What I'm trying to say is these things happen. In, you know what? They don't want us to be well. If they did, they don't care about us, no matter what they say they do. Now, there's some doctors and all they do, but I'm just saying a majority as a whole, it's all about the money. It's all about the money. It's all about that. But you know what? I got good news. God's alive. He's alive. He's well today. This news tells us something about God. Not only is he the creator, he cares. Because he says in 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your cares upon me, for I care for you. He cares for you. He cares for you today. He's available today. Not only the Lord, but he loves us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Not only supreme, but he's a sympathizes. He's the supreme Lord, but he has sympathy. The least he loves today. God's available. Who's available to? He's available to sinners and backsliders. I'm glad of that today. The text describes God's character. Uh, you know what? A prophetic text. Those uh, He said that they would backslide. Verse number 25, he says, When thou shalt beget children and children's children, and you shall remain long in the land and shall corrupt yourselves. He tells them, when you shall corrupt yourselves and make graven images, the Bible says, one of them says, have no other gods before you. Graven images are the likeness of anything and shall do evil in the sight of the Lord God to provoke him to anger. Think about this. Some would become adulterous is what he's talking about here. and Because it talks about 23 and 24 Take heed to yourself, lest you forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which he made with you, and make you a graven image or the likeness of anything which the Lord thy God has forbidden thee. For the Lord thy God is a consuming fire, even a jealous God. I got news for you today, church. He's still a jealous God. Have no other gods before you. You know what? And many people have other gods before them this day. Anything that we put before God is our God. No matter what it is. You know what? I can make a li I can start naming a list and not cover many of them, uh, enough of them, but you know what? You know, any, just put it, this is the best. Anything you put before God is your God. No matter what it is. We talk about, uh, you know what? Judas selling out Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. Lot, a lot of people selling him out for a lot less today. But we need to realize that today. And also how Jesus demonstrated his availability in his ministry. You know what? 
He was available to the beggars. What did he do? He, the Bible says in Mark, it says, and they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples in great numbers of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Tenemus, Tenemus sat by the highway side of begging. And when he heard it was Jesus, he began to cry out, Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy upon me. And the, the crowd tried to get him to be quiet, but he continued. And you know what? Jesus brought him and said, have, have him come forward. And you know what he said? What wilt thou that I should do unto thee, the blind man? and said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight. Immediately. He's available to back sinners and backsliders. He's available to the leopards. And you know, leprosy was a, it's kind of represents sin. It's incurable. It was an uncurable disease in these days. And you know what? Jesus was coming through. It says, uh, went to Jerusalem, and they as he was going to Jerusalem, uh, they passed through the midst of Samaritan Galilee. And as he entered a certain village, uh, there met him ten, uh, ten men that were leopards, which stood afar off. They had to, uh, and they had to cry out, they were leopards. Uh, and it says, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy upon us. Uh, and when he saw him, he said to them, Go show yourselves in the priest. And it came to pass as they went to show themselves to the priest. Uh, they found that they were cleansed. And only one went back. The rest continued on. And Jesus said, wasn't there nine? I mean, ten? You know what? And it goes on to say, let me find it here. <clears throat> and he said, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face and his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? And they uh, were, there are not found to return to give glory to God, save this stranger. Uh, and he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. Uh, uh, you think about it. So he was there available to the leopards. He was there available to the thief on the cross as he was dying for our sins. Uh, uh, you know what? The, the one thief was riling him and said, If you be the Christ, save thyself and us. Uh, and the other one said, We're in the same condemnation. Yet we are justly, we're going to get to do what we deserve. But this man has done nothing to deserve this. And he said, remember me when thy enters in thy kingdom. And Jesus said, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise. So he's available. He's also available to the empty rich. Zacchaeus was rich, the Bible says. But he was still searching. If money was enough, he would not have kept searching. He would have been plenty, but he went. He was short of statue. He went to see Jesus. He couldn't see Jesus for the crowd. So he run. He climbed up in the sycamore tree where Jesus was going to pass by. Jesus walked by that tree. When he, you know what? He knew Zacchaeus was there. He looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down for this day. I shall abide in thine house. So you know what? Think about that. The empty rich. He's, he'll save the rich. He'll save the poor, the blind, the halt, the lame. Don't matter who, what nationality. Don't matter where you're from. It don't matter. What, you know what? We're all God's created beings. Everybody. And you know what? Like Zacchaeus said, you know what? If I've taken anything by false accusation, I will store them fourfold. I'm going to give half of my goods to the poor. He's available to Zacchaeus. You know what's so good too? He's available to the children. 
Because you know what the Bible says in Mark chapter 10 and they, in verse 13, and they brought young children to him that he should touch them. And the disciples rebuked those that, uh, that brought them. And it, but he said, but when Jesus saw it, he, had, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of God. I said, I'll let say this. Jesus is also available to you and I. Ain't you glad he's available? Don't matter what situation you're in. You know what? We had one. We had one that uh, was a beggar. He didn't have no money. Begged everything. So you know what? You can categorize that kind as the poor, the sick, the poor. Then the leopards had an incurable disease. Couldn't he not, not even be around their family? They had to stand afar off, but Jesus was available for them. Then you find the cross, but the thief on the cross was getting his due reward. Had not had that, would not going to be able to have no time to live for him. But yet he said, This day, on his deathbed, you'll be with me in paradise. And the rich man, some people think the rich man's got it all, but no, they need Jesus, just like we do. And the children, you know what that does? That categorizes wherever you may stand in life. That means he's available to you and I. I'm thankful for that. Third one, God is available to those who seek him with all of their heart. As it says in the last part, with all thy heart and with all thy soul. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all of your heart. That's the thing. you got to search with all of your heart. A, a promise is for those who seek righteousness. What does Matthew chapter 5, verse 6 says? A, a blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. A, a blessed are they. You know what? They shall be filled. A, you know, they, all these things. There's no room for hypocrites or no room for playing church to too many people are playing religion. Too many people come to church for the wrong reason. Uh, listen, coming to church will make you feel better. Uh, but coming to church, uh, we ought to come with everything we got within us uh, and give God everything we got. Why are we here? Why? Because He deserves it. And He's available to all of us to give us what we need. No room for that. Why? Because a seeking Savior meeting a seeking sinner brings forth salvation. A seeking Savior meets up with a seeking sinner brings salvation. So preacher, it takes God. Yeah, God's got to draw you, but when he draws you, you've got to want it. If you come and he, want, he deals with your heart and you want it, you come together, you know what? Salvation. That plain and that simple today. But in closing, will you come to Jesus with all your heart? Many people come with lip service. Many people get just, you know what, they don't really sincerely search God with all their heart and their soul and their mind. Whatever reason, those who come in faith are never turned away, no matter who you are. Romans 9, 10, 9 through 13 says that if I should confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus 
and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scriptures say, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let us stand. As they get ready to play something over the intercom in just a moment, we're going to pray and must every head to be bowed. But right before I pray this morning, you might have a need. You know what? God knows that these people were going to fail. God knows that, but you know what? He was there to pick them up. He was there to help them, and he's there to help us today. But before we pray, as every head is bowed, you may be one in the house to say, Preacher, I'm lost this morning, and I know I'm lost, and I'd like you to remember me in this prayer. I'm not going to come to you, not going to embarrass you. I just want to pray for you. You say, please remember me in this prayer. Would there be one anywhere? Would there be one anywhere? You may be here this morning, and you may have, you may have found yourself in a backslidden condition this morning. You know what? God's here to help you. God's here to restore you. God's here to help you with whatever you need. And you say, Preacher, I know I've been saved, but I find myself walking afar off from God today. Would you please remember me in this prayer? Would there be one anywhere? There'd be one anywhere. Christian, just keep on. God's available to us. God's there to help us. God's there to strengthen us. Father, we love you today, and we thank you, Lord, for the word of God. We thank you for the help and for the strength. We pray something's been said, something's been done today that will touch hearts and lives. No hands lifted in the building. They could have been some hands lifted on Facebook. They could have been some hands lifted in the parking lot. I don't know, but you know all about it. And whatever the need of the people is today, under the sound of my voice today, I pray, God, if there's any here today that's uh, uh, put other things before you, other gods before you, I pray today would be the day that they uh, get uh, tired them old images down and they get back into the center of thy precious will. We praise your name right now. And those that need to come would come in Jesus' name. Amen. As they play something softly, or they want any word that needs to come, altar's open, invitation is given. It's up to you. You don't force nothing. It's up to you today. This one has come. What about you? There is coming a day when no heartache shall come. No more trouble on every hand in the sky. No more tears to dim the eye. You know what's sad about all this has happened in our world is alcohol consumptions went up. Depression medicines went up. A lot of it could be resolved by just taking it to Jesus. He's, he's a God that is there. He's a God at hand and not a God afar off. He's available. He's here to help you today, but got to take the appointment that he has available for you. The one who saved me by his grace.
He calls you by name. How about it? Thank everybody for coming this way this morning and being part of our part of our worship hour. Cut this other mic on, please, so I can take this. And uh, it's good to uh, hope and pray that something's been said, something's been done that will has touched our hearts and encouraged us and helped us and stirred our minds to the good things of God and the remembrance uh, of that today. And uh, let's do pray for the sick and afflicted. Let's do pray for our country, our leaders. And uh, pray one for another. Remember Wednesday night, try to come be part of the service if you at all possible, because it's nothing like being in God's house. And uh, just thankful for all that. I had, I had a lot of sick people last Wednesday night, and that's understandable. We do get sick. And so let's just remember one another. It's all hearts and minds clear. How many's glad to come to church this morning? Amen. Amen. I'm glad I came to church. Thank God for his blessings. Let me get to the back door, and you'll be free to go. Here.